have found that many people know deep down inside the calling that is theirs. Sometimes they take it for granted. Sometimes they know exactly what it is, but they hold themselves back. I'm your host, Anna Malikian. And before we start with today's show, please remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. Today, our special guest is Fabian Fedrickson. She has been a mentor of tens of thousands of women business owners for over more than 20 years. She is the author of several books, including the most recent, The Leverage Business, How Overwhelmed Six-Figures Business Owners Reach Seven Figures and Gain Their Life Back. Fabian is also an inspired speaker and has been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, Inc., Fast Company, and the New York Times. And she loves to spend her free time with her husband and three children in their home in Paris, where she's speaking today from. So welcome to the Mindset Zone. And I'm so happy to be with you. And thank you all for joining us today. And I, uh, in one way or the other, follow your work for about 10 years since I start on the online world. Your name was already there as a reference source of loads of great content. And I had the opportunity to see your TEDx that is very inspiring, activating your potential for greatness. And one of the stories that you tell there is the chocolate brownies story. So can you briefly retell it here for us? I'd be happy to. It's something that has I've been sharing for many years and it really hits people. They keep it in their hearts for a long time. It makes them think. So I want you to imagine that you are in your kitchen and you've got lots of friends and family in the other room. You're hosting and you are making brownies. You're making a chocolate cake and you, you know, it's time to take it out of the oven and you know, you take it out and the, the smell of chocolate hits the air. You know, if you're a baker that, you know, it's ready when you can smell the chocolate with the oven door closed and you cut the brownies, the chocolate cake, and you put the, the, the pieces on a platter and imagine that somebody comes in and says, oh, it smells divine. What, what's going on in here? Can I have some of that? And imagine that your answer is get out of my kitchen. This is not for you go. And they're a little puzzled and they go back into the other room and imagine that instead of putting the brownies on a plate and bringing them to your friends and family to share your brownies, you go in the other direction and you sit down and you eat every single brownie by yourself. This was a divine download that I got many, many years ago about what we are here 
to give in service to the world. And let me explain. When I'm in front of audiences of hundreds of thousands of people, I say, what does that make you if you don't share your brownies? And they say, well, it makes you greedy. It makes you selfish. It makes you sick if you eat all the brownies by yourself. And I, the way I see it is that, and I'm, I'm, I'm a business coach. I'm a multiple seven-figure business coach for 14 years now. I've helped, as you said, many, many thousands of people. And I am also a spiritual person. And I do believe that we each have a thumbprint from the divine on us that is what we're meant to do. So we each have special talents and experiences and unique abilities and the way we look and the way we sound and, and the things that happened to us that were not so good and the things that happened to us that were really good. And all of that makes us who we are. There has never been in 13.7 billion years, anybody like you, like me listening, today uh there's never been anybody like us there's never there's no one like us today and there will never be anybody like us again and i believe that each of us has a song on our heart something through our calling through our purpose that we are here to share in a way that nobody else can share it this song should be heard far and wide. And I know that that's just a thing, but these are the brownies. That song is the brownies that we have been given not to hoard and eat by ourselves in our kitchen, but I believe our true moral obligation, or if you will, divine obligation, is to share that message, to share our brownies far and wide. And I have found that many people know deep down inside the calling that is theirs. Sometimes they take it for granted. Sometimes they know exactly what it is, but they hold themselves back. They're sitting at the kitchen table, eating their brownies, wondering why they are feeling empty instead of sharing it with the world. And here's the thing about sharing your brownies with the world in a bigger way, getting your message to the masses is that's how you are handsomely rewarded financially. So I meet a lot of people who are making 20K a year, who really wish to be making 20K a month. I teach people how to get from 10K a month to 100K a month. This is what I do, right? And the whole thing, Anna, I know it sounds allegorical and theoretical, but we get really deep into this in my teachings and in my book, is it's about turning up the volume on who you are, getting out there in a big way. It's no longer about you, it's about the brownies and everybody deserves to basically Enjoy them. Experience, enjoy them and experience your brownies. And that uh, because I know some people of your community and uh, I'm in the online entrepreneur world for um, a decade myself. And I find in the coaches, consultants world, they are, people are, they are givers. They really want to make an impact. They really want to make a difference out there. And at the same time, they have that fear of making mistakes, looking not professional, of failuring or not, not, things not working well, or uh, maybe the 
other people will not appreciate the brownies, will not like, and then there is all these uh, mindset limitations that are stopping them from sharing what they are meant to be there sharing with others. Yes, I have two things to say about that. (laughs) The first one is that you're making it about you. There was a time early in my career, 20 years ago, where I went, I was invited to speak in front of all these Reiki practitioners. It was New York City. I was single and I was supremely late for this talk. I, I, I caused this on myself, Anna. I didn't, I didn't leave on time. I'm fully taking responsibility for it. And I got up in front of the, the small audience of 25 people and my face was bright lobster red. I could not breathe. I was so ashamed of being late, ashamed and thinking, humiliated. And I, I, I thought I can't possibly give my talk. And what I, I, I actually turned around and I said, I just need a minute. I turned around. I've, I've never heard of anybody doing this. I, I put my back to them just so I could calm my breathing. And in the end, what I realized I was doing is I was making it about myself. They were just here thinking, okay, enough. You're late. They didn't say this. They were kind enough. You're late. Turn around and give us the content. Give us the transformation we're here for. And once I started talking, my anxiety came down, my humiliation and shame came down. And I just said, how much value can I pour into them today to have this not be about me? And I've spoken in front of stages, in stages of, of, of audiences of that 7,000 people, 500, you know, whatever. What I have learned is anytime we start getting nervous about sharing our brownies is because we think it's about us. It has never been about you. It is not about you now, and it will never be about you. It is about your audience. It is about the people that you're spiritually contracted. This is my version of it. Spiritually contracted to serve. You have been given a message Don't make it about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your picture on the website. It's your words on the email. It's you launching and, you know, coaching or consulting or giving the product or service. But really it isn't. It is about the transformation that you're giving to others. So if you're ever nervous or you're stuck at that kitchen table eating your own brownies because you're worried about the visibility, you're worried about the trolls online, you're worried about the haters, the, I'll tell you this, I teach, uh, I have a, a company called Boldheart, boldheart.com. And the, the, the whole idea of Boldheart is the, is the idea that it's you connecting with your heart. What do you want to do? Do you want to serve? Then be bigger than your fears around visibility. It's not about you. At the end of your life, do you want to put your head on the pillow and say, I really regret having stayed small because of my fear of what somebody who doesn't know me and actually doesn't care about me had to say in a Facebook or Instagram comment? Or am I actually really here to talk to the people who needed to hear from me? And if we can, so the second thing I wanna say is, if we can accept ourselves, shortcomings and all, 
faults and all. And I know spiritual people or, or personal growth and development people will say, Fabienne, you have no faults. Or Anna, you have no faults. You're perfect. Okay, fine. But you ask my family, I have faults. You know, you, you know we all have air quotes, shortcomings and faults, and we know them. Despite your shortcomings, despite the fact that you would like to work on some of your things, whether it's the way you look, the way you sound, the way you get cranky when you haven't had enough sleep, the way you, whatever, if you can accept yourself, if you can find a way to appreciate yourself, I'm not, I'm not even talking about self-love, just accept and appreciate because you're with yourself 24 seven a day. When you get to that place, and you can have love and compassion, which is not always easy with the trolls and the haters and the people, you know, they have their anonymous photos there, you know, they're like hiding behind the picture of a cat or a, a dog and they're making angry comments. If you can say, I am still here to add value into the world. And no matter what they say, yes, it will hurt for a moment. It will hurt for a day. I will maybe remember it next week or next year. But if I can move past that and continue to give and pour into people, then I'm here for good. And then at the end of your life, on the pillow, you will say, I did a good job. I used my life for good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's is that get out of our own way, their own limitations, and really uh, go to the arena and uh, do our best. Uh, And uh, I think uh, I I love what you said in the beginning that we are, all of us, we are unique. And if we think about the probability of our existence, like you were saying in the beginning, is like, whoa, this is a miracle, truly a miracle. And uh, what are we going to do with that? And uh, I, I'm, I truly believe that we have this huge untapped human potential, all of us. And part of, of our life journey is to learn to unlock that potential and realize it in many different ways, actualizing in many different ways and make a positive impact in the world. And what you are saying is exactly that. How can we allow that energy to flow out and to create something that will help us improving our lives, the lives of our families and the people that we are meant to serve. Yeah. And let's also talk about the idea that we have been, especially as women, we have been taught to put the needs of others first before our own. So we, throughout the millennia, have been socialized to give, 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 and not get paid for it. Yes. I do not believe in that. I believe, and this is what we do in our program, I believe that women should make their own money and lots of it. Yes. (laughs) Not from a place of greed or accumulation. You know, I go to all this, these, I have been part, so, so I'll just give some background to the people who are listening who may not have don't know who I am, but I have been a business coach for 21 years and I have been at multiple seven figures, multiple millions in annual revenue for 14 years, about to go on 15 years with three children. And I share that because there are a lot of people uh, who think that you should give or who have been raised religiously or with this ideology that hard work 
is what we're here for, but you know, we shouldn't accept abundance or our abundance is greedy. And I have been to all the masterminds with all the guys, right? Every, every mentor that is male, I have probably been in their mastermind group. And that it's often, I love the guys, I love men, but it's often about how many Lamborghinis yes. can I have in my driveway? I don't give <laughs> anything about Lamborghini. I don't even care about sports cars. I want to, I want to live a life where I can have it all. And having it all means freedom. Having it all means making an impact in people's lives because that matters to me. It's about being able to provide for my family, but really also financial security. And here's what I've come to learn, Anna, is that women don't actually care about Italian sport scars. What they want is to have a voice and a choice. And based on, I've, I've, I've been, you've been following me for about 10 years, as you said. So you, you may know that I used to do these big events. I've done 21 three-day events with hundreds of people at each um, event. And women would come up to the mic and say, Fabienne, if I do what you say, I'm going to go home to a fight. And what I've realized is that most women on this planet are, I'm going to say something controversial, okay, are in economic imprisonment, even when the the spouse is making millions of dollars a year and they live in a fabulous multi-million dollar home in the most prestigious of places and they have the boat and the yacht club and, and the country club and all that. When there is a couple, the person who makes the most money has the last word. Whenever I say that, nobody ever confronts me because deep down inside, you know it's true. And that's in the loveliest, most affluent couples. There are women, men too, but let's just speak about women. There are women who are not in such a fortunate situation. They're in a toxic situation. Maybe they're living at home. Maybe they are uh, in a toxic job. Whenever a woman does not make her own money and lots of it, she does not have the last word. She does not have a choice or a voice. And I agree totally. And the and at the same time, and, and I know that this is something that you work a lot in the mindset angle with your clients, with the people that are in your programs, because I think there is, you're speaking about imprisonment, and economical debt. It's absolutely the economical limitations that are there that create that. And there is also, like you were referring in the beginning, the socialization, the culture. I think that many women don't believe that it's possible to uh, be happily married with kids like yourself and run their business. They already are like running around so busy trying to uh, juggling the tip, the proverbial juggling all the balls and trying to keep everything afloat. They cannot imagine how can I start my own business or how can I get that promotion and then be the leader of that team. I uh, I almost don't have time to breathe now. And mm -hmm. they, they, they don't believe. And then they make all these, okay, there are people that do it, but then 
uh, they are uh, bad mothers or whatever is the excuses that they put in their head because they don't believe that is possible. Okay, here's why. As I see it, I'm sure there's many other reasons, but from my life path, I think that women started working maybe around like the majority of women that are working today started working maybe in the 50s, 60s, mostly 70s, 80s. Okay. And those were not necessarily entrepreneurial women. So even then there was a cap. Still today, there is an income divide gap. Oh, yes. Big time. So if you're looking for women who are entrepreneurial, who are making millions of year, a year, but who are kind, giving, authentic, who have a great marriage, like a real one, not like a fake <laughs> great marriage, you know, um, who are mothers. Listen, I don't know. Is there such a thing as a great mother? I mean, like, don't, doesn't everybody shout at their kids when they're impatient or haven't had enough sleep, but they're good mothers with kids who look up to them and all that. Honestly, Anna, I'm not sure there are that many examples. Why? Because we have, we don't have the span of time. When was the, when was the beginning of the idea that women could make in en masse, like in large numbers, millions, or even just forget millions, 200,000, 500,000 in their own business with freedom, with kindness, without working into the night. So I specialize in working. I, I, I help women get to 10K a month consistently. And I've been doing this for a long time. But what I really specialize in is taking the woman who's at six figures, who's overwhelmed, who has never really thought it was possible for her to get 500,000 a year or a million a year because she thinks she's going to not be a good mother, not be a good spouse, that she would lose her freedom. That woman, when she, this, I, I taught the last two days, the, one of the activators from my book, The Leveraged Business, The Leveraged Business Program, I taught how to leverage your time. And you know what it really comes down to is self-worth. It's about believing that that is possible for you. It's about seeing the example. It's about if you see, if you find the evidence and you see and you meet a woman and then all around you, you've got dozens of women who are on the path and pop, pop, pop. I call it the popcorn effect. Yes. Pop, pop, pop. Yes. So all these women around you start making 200 a year but making, but having like eight weeks of unplugged vacation. And then there's another one around you that makes 500,000 a year. And then one that reaches a million. And she's just the same as she was before, just more fully self-expressed that you could be at the grocery store and she could be in front of you saying, kids, stop hitting each other. You know, they're in the cart and yes. stop hitting each other and all of that, like normal, just like you and me. But you knew that she was making a million or two million a year. When you have evidence of that, when you are in a community yes. where this is normal, when you when a community that normalizes women making their own money and lots of it and having a great life and not being uh, tied to their business, this is not an example in most places. And I'll just say this, it could sound like whatever it sounds, but go to boldheart.com, go to the member success stores and just read 
just as a way to stretch your thinking and normalize that there are women all over the world who are actually doing that. They're just not on the, in the media. Why is the media not showing this? Why? Well, I have many ideas as to why that is, but we could get really controversial. <laughs> and at the same time, because it, yes, the importance of the role models, yes, the importance of looking in communities that that is happening and people that is happening. Yes, we should spotlight that more. And we have to believe that is possible uh, and decide our own definition of success and really go for it. Because you are speaking here, and I think, uh, and going back to the beginning, that uh, uh, the human potential that we have, the, uh, the, uh, the impact that we can create out there, and the self-growth that we have to do to do that, and to tap, in my opinion, to truly tap into the, our potential, besides the self-work that we have to do, the personal development work that we have to do is realizing that even beyond being human beings, we are connecting beings, is the power of community, is the power of being in a community that has examples, that has role models that support us and help us. When things go rough, they are there for us and help us to pick us up and really go again, try again, uh, allow us to... Uh, practice of self-expression and even if it doesn't go very well they are there okay try it again let's do it again and is that that the inner work and that outer work and leverage the community leverage the network that is where and understanding the system where everything this happens i think is always that interplay of that inner work individual work the 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 connections work and the understanding the ecosystem where we live when we leverage, like you speak, that three levels, then is when we really can unlock the potential in a big, big way. And I think in your programs, you are playing with these dimensions. You have a lot of mindset work. You believe in community. It's part, it's, it's not just, oh, a let me do, a, uh, let me do a group, uh, group, group program just for doing a group. No, no. You are uh -huh. very intentional in your group program and creating a community of support. <laughs> And you understand the, the, the dynamics of, of the business world in a very good way. Here's the thing. I have 99% women in our programs and there are not that many coaches. I can't name very many of them that have been in business for 20 years who've worked with tens of thousands of women. Okay. I share that only because I stand in this really interesting place where when you you start seeing trends, you're five, you're 10, you're 15, you're 20, and you're like, wow, I did not realize that women are built for community. Women thrive on oxytocin. Oxytocin is the bonding hormone. We have it when we make our babies, we nurse our babies. And we have it when we hug and women need to talk things out. Women, when they have dozens, if not hundreds of other women who fiercely believe in them and remind them of their greatness, however cheesy that sounds to others. When you have women who believe in you, 
Hannah or anyone listening who say, I know you're doubting yourself right now, but you know that idea that you told me about last week? I know you can make this work. Just like stop thinking about the fears. Like that belief that you have is not true. I believe in you. And so does she. And so does she. And when you have women, like I said, dozens, if not hundreds who believe in you sometimes more than you believe in yourself and they stop you from talking yourself out of that big idea, whether it was divinely landed on your lap or this crazy opportunity that feels out of your reach. And they hold you to it lovingly and allow you to talk through, oh my God, but what if it doesn't work? Oh my God, what if I can't do it? Oh my God, I'm not good enough. And they say, yes, you are. And your mentor says, yes, you can. And here's how. Use my recipe. Use my script. Do this, do that. They start feeling capable in a way that they never could if they were sitting at their kitchen table or their spare bedroom desk on their own. Because there is a thing called the law of diminishing intent. And the law of diminishing intent states that from the time you get an opportunity or an idea to the time that you actually take action on it, the longer the time you think about it, the higher the likelihood that you will never do it. Studies have shown that it takes two days for you to get an opportunity or an idea, like a good idea, Mm -hmm. you know, the one that'll take you to another 100,000 a year or whatever. Two days, if you don't take action on it, you will never. And this is why at least in my program, we don't consider Bold Heart a coaching program. We call it an implementation incubator. (laughs) And the reason why is because you don't have a shortage of ideas. Most of us are high idea generators. We love to start things. If you think about the word entrepreneur, entrepreneur, it comes from the word entreprendre, which is a verb, a French verb, that means to initiate. And we are great initiators. We're quick start initiators, but we're also not wired, most of us, to finish things. So without a community, without daily accountability, without people believing in us, without structure for our entrepreneurial nature, we won't implement. And so if you look at all the the business world, all the masterminds that you've been a part of, bro marketing, bro selling, bro networking, bro team leading. Listen, I love the men. I've been part of that, but it's not for, I'm, I'm not like that. I can't do it that way. I need to be with other ambitious, kind, loving, healthily competitive. And I don't mean really competitive, like Come on, let's go Fabian. Let's both win Monopoly together. Right? Right. Let's like, we're not, one is not winning. Let's get all of us to win together. When we're in that community, we implement like crazy. Yes, absolutely. And speak about implementation for the people that are listening. We are Mm. arriving to the end of our time here for this amazing conversation that we keep going. But I want, okay, one action that people can take here is go to your website and sign up to uh, follow you and learn more about you. So where they can go to connect with you and learn more about you and your work. Honestly, I would recommend that you go to Bold Heart 
bold.com, B-O-L-D, and then H-E-A-R-T.com and get the book. I wrote a book and it's called The Leveraged Business. It's free on the website. You pay $2.95 shipping. It's it's because, listen, I'm giving you my eight, I took me eight years to write this book. It's all my secrets. And I'm very transparent about why I'm making the book available for free, even though it's all my secrets. I have this intention because it's hard these days. There are lots of scammer type people. I have this intention that the right woman gets the book for free on boldheart.com, reads the introduction and says, Oh my God, Fabienne, how do you know me so well? And then she reads the first two, three, four chapters. And she says, you know what? I am interested in your program. And she goes back to the website, takes the assessment, talks to a coach, and perhaps she works with me one day. It's I'm, I'm very few people are transparent about how that works. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, I have to say, I, I listened to the book. I'm, I, I always start without the ball uh, and I could not stop li- until the end. What is a great book, really deserves. So please, I will make sure that I put the link in the show notes here of the episode because it really can uh, create a transformation and uh, uh, you are really making a huge impact out there. So keep your amazing work uh, thank you, and Anna. thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much. You're, you're, you're wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for listening and remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world.